You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Himalaya. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, this is the third installment of Best Moments from the 2019 season. We'll have a couple more today, and then, of course, we'll have baseball trivia later on. Okay. I feel like, again, the, the Best Moments thing, we could we could keep this running for weeks on end, but we've <laughs> yeah. got to close it out at some point. So what do you have for your last moment or two that really stuck out from the 2019 season? Well, I had to, I, I just felt compelled to tie it into any MLB news that comes out. And unfortunately, the MLB news that came out was a, uh, a slight tap on the wrist and, mm-hmm. uh, and a shake of the head from MLB to the Red Sox saying, no, 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 don't do that. Uh, cheating is not good, I guess. Uh, so I was like, you know what? We, uh, I should take this moment and turn this sass into a real uh, a comment on the podcast. And that is the greatest – one of the greatest moments in 2019 was uh, the race making some history in Fenway Park. The mm. race made some history. On an August 1st game, they completed a sweep of the Bo Sox. Uh, it was a normal game, you know, a 9-4 to win against the Red Sox. Uh, but it made history because the race became the first team, the first road team to win eight games at Fenway in a season since 1966, who was completed by the Orioles. So how could I not pick this game? Uh, you know, <laughs> Aggie scored two uh, in his first game with the race. Sogard got in the action score too. Jimon Choi had his great eye at the play with his on-base percentage, um, a hit by pitch and a walk. Andrew Kashner, the great trade de- deadline acquisition by the Red Sox, blew up um, for four runs. Uh, Brendan McKay pitched uh, spectacular in five and a third innings. We saw the debut of Nick Anderson. He leads off with a double from Benintendi, and then he just takes care of the rest of the inning with a couple high heaters and a curveball. It was a great game because, you know, obviously anytime you win at Fenway is good, but making history at Fenway by basically showing the world that the Red Sox were going nowhere in 2019. Mm. And it was August 1st. They had had a horrible trade deadline and oh, they it didn't was do just, anything that was one of the best moments ever was like nope dave dombrowski is not making any moves he has basically all but given up on this team you acquire a guy that an andrew kashner that looks like he's better suited for trailer park boys than in a baseball uniform <laughs> and he blows up 
Literally and figuratively, I guess. Yeah, no. So, so yeah, I, I had to pick this game. It's just a normal 9-4 to win, but the race did make some history, makes you uh, kind of excited for the rest of the season. You know, mm-hmm. August 1st, now then the August schedule was supposed to be really easy. The race did, I think, better than... I think the race did uh, as good as you had to do mm-hmm. in that 13-8 and eight. You would you would have taken a fourteen and, and seven, yeah. obviously thirteen and eight still good and during that August soft schedule, but it was the beginning of that, and so I, I went ahead and and picked that Boston game. Very good, and you got to see some of the newcomers, which was nice to see, and and maybe the the video room operator wasn't doing his job uh, on that day for the Red Sox Ew. as, as uh, maybe he wasn't maybe he had a little bit of a hangover or something like that. <laughs> that is something we plan to get into next week in the forthcoming weeks as well. Yeah, baseball just does not really care about cheaters. Go ahead and cheat. Go if you bet on baseball, you're the worst person in the world. But if you cheat, yeah. you know, you're using Apple Watches, you're using trash cans, you bullpen uh, phones, you leave a, a video room operator hang out to dry. Uh, just a yes, you, a you put the best. Just a tap on the wrist, not a slap on the wrist. Just a no tap. tap. On the wrist. It's just a little tap. Tapsies. By the way, that. That uh, the hand down from from MLB came what like three months later than was supposed to. What, weren't we supposed to hear something in January, February, and now it's yeah. It you got had a lot of back. downtime. I, I know back. you got everything going on with with uh, coronavirus, but couldn't send somebody else on special assignment to to kind of get this thing moving. And, and this is what it is. This Seriously. will be my last comment on it because we have plenty of time to talk about it next week. Thank you for saying that. Not only had it been constantly delayed, but you can say, oh, well, the COVID-19 situation. Yeah, but MLB has so many people working for MLB. You're Mm -hmm. telling me that the COVID-19 people that are like trying to get this, how do we move forward with baseball? Are the same people that are looking through emails that are looking through, uh, you know, Slack messages and all this stuff and, and finding, investigating what happened with the Red Sox. They're the same people. Yeah. They only have five dudes working for a billion dollar company. Come on. These are the guys on. we trust to, to put together a, a coronavirus season and to work out the logistics. Yeah. I'm a little Ridiculous. concerned. Just going to leave yeah. it at that. Very concerned. So I guess the Rays had won because they they play nine games in Fenway, right? So That's they right. won eight of those nine. Eight, That's eight pretty one. freaking remarkable. Isn't that amazing? And, and we never talk about that uh, in the 2019 season. I went back and looked at the at the footage, and man, eight and one. That's amazing. That's yeah. really and and that was the last game that August first of a, of a three game sweep. Wow, that's great. Yeah. My pick actually. It was a couple days before that. Oh. In Toronto. Hmm. Do you remember and it and it happened probably one of the Rays' best moments of the season happened a day after probably one of the worst moments of the 29th oh. season. Because the day before <laughs> this day that I'm talking about, the Rays had blown a seven run lead and lost to the Blue Jays ten to nine. That's right. What do they do the next day? They flip it. They flip it back on them. Flip it back on the Blue Jays and erase a seven-run deficit to win the game 10-9. to What's amazing about this game, too, I think, is that 
this really could have been a moment. This entire day could have been something where like the beginning of the end for the Rays, where after they lose that game the day before, it was like, yeah, yeah, we just don't have it. I, it's going to be tough after a loss like that. How do we recover? How do we, how do we even get up to play? And, and they had started that game pretty darn terribly too the next day. Like Aaron Sanchez, if you remember, before he was traded to Houston, he had, he had struck out the first six raised batters. In one, typical, two, three, one, two, three, mowed him down. In typical Aaron Sanchez uh, fashion of 2015. Yeah. <laughs> not 2019. Yeah, the, I, that, those two games were crazy. You got so... And it's also because the Blue Jays did that to the Rays in 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, the comeback and like the ninth inning, I think at the drop too. Uh, maybe it was uh, in Toronto. But regardless, yeah, those two games were a lot of fun and a lot of heartbreak. But seeing them turn it back on the Blue Jays not 24 hours later was incredibly, uh, you know, amazing. Really, right. Because... Like you said, that that was what the end of July, correct? Yeah, July twenty eighth. And and I'm saying that they swept the Red Sox right after that. So mm-hmm. it was they went to Toronto, then they went to Boston. Imagine that. What would happen to a team, a team that that sweeps the Boston Red Sox at Fenway, is feeling pretty good about themselves. You can't tell me that that game that you picked about them flipping the victory uh, uh, over the, the Blue Jays didn't have any effect on mm-hmm. them emotionally, uh, confidence-wise, to go to Boston and say, let's take care of business, boys. And if they had lost that, I mean, if they continued to snowball from there and lose games, they very well could have been sellers at the trade deadline. That's right. And this was, this was ironically, it was the Eric Sogard trade game where Eric That's Sogard was <laughs> traded before the game. And nope, he was not going on a jet or a plane. He was staying in that dugout and just switching teams after oh, no, the he... end of the game. But yeah, it, it was a rough outing for, for Yanni Torinos. There were some, you had a wild pitch there. You had a ball, you know, Heredia. This is where I, I criticized him uh, earlier this week. He tried to make a, a, a shoelace catch and the ball gets by him and it just starts a, a bad, bad roll. But slowly but surely the Rays battle back get back in and, and find a way to win the game, just just chipping away at it, chipping away. I think Amazing. it started off with Travis Darno, Of course. Getting a, a line drive down the line, and that was like, okay, that gives us a little bit of hope. Um, you, you, Matt Duffy contributed, Tommy Pham. Heredia made up for it later in the game by hitting a two-run shot, one of his very few home runs of the season. Well, look at that. Yeah. Look at that. And I bet the Heredia was looking just fine. Always, always. Uh, Willie Adamas. Again, this is this was a game where Willie Adamas, I continue to believe he has 25 to 28 to possibly 30 home run potential. Wow. Where he takes an off-speed pitch into the upper deck at the Rogers Center. Do you really think he can hit 30 home runs? I absolutely do. Man, with a, with a it, juice I mean, ball or with a normal baseball? Well, yeah, juice ball, obviously. If, <laughs> well, just think about how much if if he evens out those Tropicana field numbers, like where would he be? Like how much more? He already hit twenty last season. I mean, and he's that's, still young, still maybe filling out just a little bit more. I think I, he's got that's a fair. Speed. 
I think that's a fair assessment on the park factors because he did horribly in Tropic Field. Like, I mean, not not only OPS, but I mean, just all across the board, he did horribly. So th- I like that take. But is it ten home runs more uh, of of, of what about out five? of balance? What, what about twenty? 25 home run. I'll take 25 25. to 28. 25 to 28. 28 is like a great number, I feel like. Oh, man. It's a lot, but it's like a good – I feel like 28 instead of 30, 28 is like, okay, this guy does have power. If Willie Adamas becomes the guy that is continually hitting 25 to 28 bombs a year, we have ourselves a Carlos Correa who doesn't cheat. Yes. So – And who is – A better Carlos Correa. Right, right. And uh, an amazingly slick fielding guy as well. I guess that'd be the problem. If he, if he starts hitting 28 to 30 home runs, maybe he gets a little bit too heavy for the position. Well, money too, yeah. He gets a little bit too heavy for the position. you got to move him to third pace, and then the value's kind of off. Yeah. All right, Adamus, keep on your, your regimen, your diet. Don't want you looking like Hanley Ramirez in a couple of years. Just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Um, the, the one, the one last thing, I I don't want to get into like all the nuts and bolts of this game, but, but one thing I do want to mention the go ahead run was by Joey, Joey Wendell. And it was the most Joey Wendell performance of all time. Oh man. Can I guess? Go ahead. He hits it right, right in the middle of the diamond, and he hustles for an infield single, and the runner from third gets to score with two out. Very close. I mean, you're you're almost right on the money. Just Oof. a chopper to second base, one out. I think the bases were loaded, and it scores an RBI. It's a ground out, but it, it, just put the ball in play. That's right. All you got to do, score that run and put the raise up 10-9. to nine. For good, Amelia Pagan records the last out later on in the game. Uh, I mean, Pagan has gotten a lot of the – he got a lot of those moments where it's like he gets to celebrate at the end. He gets this last out. He got the last out of the wild card game. Uh, Not sure how many great memories he'll have with the Padres, but that's (laughs) – he he gets to celebrate with the Rays, that's for sure. That's right. Yeah, that was was my other kind of big moment of the season. Of course, I mean, you, you could pick a couple Blue Jays games. I mean, the, the one where the Rays clinched in 2013, or 20, the last time they made the postseason since 2013, came was, against the Blue Jays in September. Yeah, it was on my list, that, that last game of that series. Uh, the first game of that last series, that, that was on my list. Obviously, game three and game four of the ALDS, I didn't want to feel like yes, I was cheating, though. Yeah, we all know literally. that that was a great moment. And yeah. so I, I, I wanted to kind of... Last episode when I said, well, I can think of another one. That was obviously game three and mm-hmm. game four. Uh, but I didn't want to put that. I, you know, guys, wild card game. I know we might cheat. We might have cheated a little right. bit. But we had game three and four are untouchables. Obviously, yeah. those were amazing games. Great moments for the race. Right. If we end up not having a baseball season, we probably will have to touch on those moments and, and okay. kind of revert back to those. But, yeah, that that the clincher. Uh, you had glass now he he was on i mean he was throwing a no hitter four and uh, through four innings he had walked a couple guys but that was like it, it was his he had already made a couple of appearances at that point and it was like okay our horse is back he's ready yeah. for the postseason and that that kind of made things exciting for sure all right baseball trivia next from an early morning breakfast burrito to a 12 pack of beers while you watch the game sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast and that's where Postmates comes in. 
If you're like me, you probably started thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're still eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery too. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, no more late night fast food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates. You know, Kevin, I don't know about you, but I do miss our poker nights when we used to order from Postmates and watch the race game in the background, Friday nights, Saturday nights. I, I do miss that. I know. That is one thing. We might have to do like a virtual poker. Uh, we can still order Postmates. That's right. But just play poker from our computer screens. I'm sure there's a way to do that. I, you know what? Let's let uh, maybe our listeners can can educate us on, yeah. on internet poker. But yeah, that that would be really fun. Postmates. What I'm going to do is I'm going to reach out to a Red Sox and Astros official to see if they can help me out on the <laughs> technology side. Yes, give me a little bit of an edge. That's what I'm looking for. That's uh, right. I, I will tell you, I'll be going ham on Postmates this weekend with the NFL draft continuing. Uh, oh yeah. That, that, I'm true. just going to be sitting on my couch just watching all seven rounds. Go Bucks! I guess. <laughs> They'll find a way to screw the draft up, but that's oh, not a no, no. We have baseball trivia. Yes. And you made me look terrible last week, uh, <laughs> which, hey. I, it was partly it, my fault, though. I, I should have been a little bit more clear on the question. It's okay. I love a little bit of a challenge. I love it. Um, so a couple weeks ago, the last time I grilled you on trivia, uh, the topic du jour was 50-plus home run seasons and and that sort of ilk. Today, we're going to talk about 3,000 hits and the 3,000 hit club. Okay. So I've got 10 questions. They're sort of quick hitters. We'll go through them, see how well you do. Okay. Uh, and I will note also that I uh, ripped these questions from MLB.com. Since <laughs> okay. they are lacking for content, uh, I will be taking their content. And they've got a lot of cool trivia things going on. So without further ado... First question, how many players are in the 3,000 hit club? And I can give you choices as well. I'm going to go with 27. You are very close. High or low? High. You need to go higher. I'm going to go with 32. Right on the money. Yeah? 32. Let's go. Very good. All right. Who was the most recent player to join the 3,000 hit club. Oh man, it's between Pujols or Beltre. I'm gonna go with Pujols. You got it. Albert Pujols became the 32nd player to join the 3,000 hit club on May 4th, 2018. I didn't have to even give you choices. Look at that. Killing (laughs) it already. Um, Which of the following players did not hit a home run for his 3,000th career hit? Was it 
Wade Boggs, Rafael Palmero, Derek Jeter, or Alex Rodriguez? Rafael Palmero. Very good. It was a double. His 3,000th hit was a double back in 2005. Man, that seems so long ago. He had the mustache working. He had the mustache working, and he had the Viagra commercials working. And he had the steroids working, apparently. hey Allegedly. Uh, yeah, that, he needs to be on some Blue Chew commercials is what he needs to be. I know. How is he not the Blue Chew guy? Step up to 2020. Come Keep on, Keep that Rafa. mustache going. Um, <laughs> which two players hit a triple for hit number 3,000? So I'll give you... Uh, I, I have one guy. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to try with, with both of them. I'm going to try Ichiro Suzuki and Adrian Beltre. You got the Ichiro part right. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give you a list of other guys, and you got to guess this other guy. Okay. Um, Robin Yount, Tony Gwynn, Paul Molitor, Chris Speaker, Honus Wagner, Ty Cobb, Willie Mays. Oh, man. I know it's not Tony Gwynn because I've seen that video and he's not on first getting greeted by his family and and, and, the, and the club. So it's not Tony Gwynn. I obviously remember Honus Wagner's 3,000th hit. Who doesn't? <laughs> we classic. all do. Yeah. So I'm going to not go with uh, Honus Wagner here. going to go with uh, what was the last name you said? Willie Mays. I'm going to go with Willie Mace. Incorrect. Man. Okay, who was it? Paul Molitor. Ugh. I was going to pick him. Dang. Yeah. And uh, apparently Suzuki's triple came like exactly two decades after Molitor's for both their 3,000. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Funny, funny how baseball works sometimes. Okay. Um, three players recorded their 3,000th hit as members of this franchise, most for any team in MLB history. Now you can try to guess it, and if you don't, I'll give you choices. Ask the question one more time. Okay. Three players recorded their 3,000th hit as members of this particular franchise, most for any team in MLB history. God, I don't want to say the Yankees, but that sounds like the Yankees, right? A-Rod, Jeter, and... DiMaggio does not have 3,000 hits. But did they do it in... And did they do it in a Yankee uniform? Yeah. Yeah, Jeter and A-Rod did it in 3,000 with the Yankees. I'm going to go with the Yankees. Incorrect, but very good guess. Okay. Dang. The other choices are the Angels, the Cardinals, or the Indians. Oh, man. I'm gonna go. Oof. Okay, this was a good one. This is a good question, Kevo. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals just because they have, I think, more cachet. Okay, good guess. Actually, incorrect. Okay. The Indians. Huh. Okay, and here's. Okay, and it's kind of. It's almost like a trick question. Eddie Murray. Tris Speaker and somebody named Nap LaJoy. Never heard oh, of it. Nappy, my boy. It's a great yeah. name, though. I'll, yeah. Anybody named Nap LaJoy better have 3,000 <laughs> freaking hits. And he does. I mean, 
<laughs> because how how much bullying do you have to take when your na- your name yeah. is Napla Joy? That's the thing. Sometimes, like you have some of these like actors, celebrities, athletes, they got kind of quirky names, and they they wind up making a name for themselves, so to speak. It's pretty. You know, pretty do you crazy. think they called him the Napster? I'm sure they called him a lot of things. Now that might have been before Napster. Who knows? Maybe right. he created Napster. There you go. And he gave Conspiracy a lot of theory. '90s kids free music to listen to. I love it. Who knows? I, I will. I'll be doing some baseball referencing of Nap Joy later on today. Just gonna throw that out there. Beautiful, uh, me too. Okay, which legendary Hall of Famer finished his career with exactly three thousand hits? And I can give you choices. If you Roberto don't. Clemente. Very good. You know your baseball trivia. Very good. And of mm-hmm. course, tragic what happened to Clemente. But yeah, exactly three thousand hits. Uh, which player was the youngest at the time of his three thousand hit? You want choices or you want to try to guess it? Ooh, this is a good question. Okay, well, it has to be... Man, youngest, youngest, youngest. Man, Jeter seemed like he played a ton of baseball after 3,000 hits, right? Because, I mean, he did his in 2011 when Kochman was on first base. And I and he just got into the Hall of Fame, so that means that 2014 or 2015 was his last year. I'm going to go with Derek Jeter. Very good guess. Incorrect. I'll give you choices. Um, That's probably who I would have guessed, to be honest. Um, Robin Yunt, Ty Cobb, Hank Aaron, Pete Rose. Actually, maybe Pete Rose, because if Pete Rose had like 4,200 hits. Still not in the Hall of Fame. (sighs) Unbelievable. I'm just going to with our boy Pete Rose. Uh, Incorrect. Dang it. It was Ty Cobb. He was just 34 years old. Wow. 3,000 hit in 1920. Talk about level of competition. Yeah. Racist Ty Cobb. Um, (laughs) Okay. Which member of the 3,000 hit club has the fewest career home runs? And probably going to have to give you choices here. Yes. Uh, Nap LaJoy, our boy. Ah, Nap. Eddie Collins, Honus Wagner, Cap Anson. Gonna be honest, oh. never heard of Cap Anson. I'm gonna go with Honus Wagner. Incorrect. I'm just gonna give it to you. Yeah, please. Eddie Collins, Eddie. only 47 of his 3,315 career hits, or 1.4% for home runs. Basically, your 1907 Elia Johnson. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Just the same player. He's got, he's got the power of Billy Hamilton, Juan <laughs> Pierre, all those types of guys. That's right. Wow. All righty. Um, okay. How many players have recorded at least 4,000 hits in Major League Baseball? Hmm. I'm going to say two. You would be correct. Very Pete nice. Rose and Ty Cobb are okay. the only ones. Uh, final question, and this is more recent. Uh, which active player is closest to reaching 3,000 hits? And I can give you choices if you don't get it. I'm going to go with Mr. Detroit, Miguel Miggy Cabrera. Wow. Right on the money. Very good. Now, a little how, how How far away? Like 180? You got to guess. Oh. How many do you think he has right now? 
I'm gonna go with two numbers, either 158 or 178. Okay, uh, so that would be, I mean, you're very close. I, I will say that it's a, it, the, the number is ends on a five. Okay, I'm gonna go with 175. Uh, you're, you are like right there. 2,815 is what he has. So I guess he needs 185, right? Ah, oh, 185. Does he get there? <laughs> yes. Yes, because uh, we're talking hints. And this guy could hit until he's 45. I mean... That's true. Uh, I'll, I'll take him at 45 years old if you won even just singles opposite field and, and hitting 260. And with no pop, no power on those knees. Mm-hmm. I mean... This guy could hit easily. Uh, the home runs now 500. That would be difficult for him, and which seems like a crazy talk. Uh, if you if you if we had been talking about this three years ago, but yeah, 3,000 hits. Well, baseball better resume. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's that's what really kind of hurts him right now. Is yeah, I mean, he just lost a year. Yeah. This is a pretty important year to kind of get at least 100 hits. I mean, you'd you'd like to be able to stay as healthy as possible, but. Right. And he was you looking good in year. spring training. I mean, he yeah. took Garrett Cole uh, deep twice, center field, in the and, same game. I mean, you lose this season. He, well, he's 36 right now. Yeah, and, and home run-wise, he's at 477. I think that's going to be more difficult. Right, so he needs 23 there, 23 bombs and 185 hits. That's a good season right yeah. there. <laughs> he, had, uh, he had 139 hits last season. And See, exactly. So he needs just two normal seasons, two late 30 year old seasons and he'll get there on both 10 home runs here 12 home runs there 100 For the sake here. of miguel cabrera resume the season yes put him Come in a on. silo and let him just hit balls please Do something <laughs> so close oh man very good you killed the trivia that was awesome great trivia questions i love it um yes and we should thank mlb.com for those because i did not create come up with those on my own i just ripped (laughs) and read that's all i did very good all right that wraps up this edition of locked on rays now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on mlb hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you next week